Hello, everyone, and welcome to Freckled Foodie and Friends, a podcast focused on making healthy living approachable, hosted by yours truly, Cameron Rogers. Today, I have on a very special guest, my grandmother. What should we call you, Snooky? Snooky is fine. Okay, Marianne Oaks, but she's been called Snooky your entire life. Since I was born. Okay, why though? I've never why? asked. Why? Because <laughs> Baby Snooks was very much in vogue then. It was Fanny Bryce, and her claim to fame was that she was called Baby Snooks. She was a comedian. Okay. She was a Ziegfeld Folly, and she had a program on the radio, and she was Baby Snooks. For some reason, my father must have liked her <laughs> because he named, or maybe he didn't like her. I don't know, <laughs> but I got the name of Snooky, and that's and unfortunately, it remained my name forever. I mean, people still only call you Snooky. Yeah, absolutely. Half of them don't even know my real name. And then Snooky from the Jersey Shore tried to compete with you. Right? Yes, yes. She but couldn't steal your thunder. I, I'm sure she couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm going to set the scene a little. We're in your basement. I'm here for the weekend hanging out. We have some cousins here also, so if you hear giggling in the background, that's them. But I wanted to have Nana on because, I mean, you're kind of like a celebrity on my Instagram. People love you. Oh, really? Oh, really? Like whenever I post videos about you, I get so many DMs saying how oh, fabulous you look. So wonderful. Thank you, Cammy. That's very sweet. Well, it's not me. It's the people. Oh, it's the people you. that follow Thank me. You. Well, you're relating to me, <laughs> and that's very nice. So what I want—I well, just had a voice crack. What I wanted to talk about today is I'm on this whole mission of making different aspects of our life approachable, and getting old is something that not many people talk about, especially in the case of losing a loved one. Mm-hmm. So that's what I eventually want to dive into. But kind of what I've been doing on these episodes is in the beginning, starting with the same questions for each guest. So the first one is how would you define success? I promise the rest of this won't be like an interview like yeah, this because okay. you're looking at me success. not so happy. Well, I guess there's many ways to be successful. You could be very successful in business. Mm-hmm. You're very fortunate to be successful in your marriage. Very true. Which I think I was. Mm-hmm. I probably, you know, I wasn't sure it was constant. Maybe I did a few bad things, but no, not enough. Very successful. Not enough. And, but I never had any kind of problem with my husband or my children, or mm-hmm. and that, you know, I was so proud of my girls. I'm so proud of my husband and his business of being a physician who was more dedicated than anybody I'd ever known in my life. I agree. And we just had a wonderful relationship. Lots of good friends. And so that's, you know, what I can say. And, and, so he, inter- and he lived a long, good life. Yeah. And it's so interesting because I never actually, I think in today's age, success is so wrapped around, especially financial, but yeah. mainly how you're doing with your job and it's are you making enough money are you working hard are you getting promoted are you climbing the corporate ladder mm-hmm. it's so wrapped up in that that i i would venture to say a lot of people especially my generation aren't thinking of success as do i have great relationships have i found the love of my life mm-hmm. am i happy with my family so it's a very interesting outlook and while we're on the topic of papa which is who what we call 
my grandfather. His uh, name was Dr. Wilbur Oaks, who I would also say is probably the greatest person that's ever walked this planet. I thought so. But thank you, dear. I mean, I think thank so. You. I think every thank person you. that's well, met he him. Was, he was, I would say, perfect. He I was. Mean, he, really he truly was. was. He just loved a lot of people. <laughs> a lot of people. A lot of people. Including nurses. <laughs> he was and, a doctor. Let's be yeah, very clear. Exactly. He that was, was a doctor. part of the routine of yeah. being a doctor, right? But that he, I mean, he left such an imprint on every person yeah, that he, he did. met. He did. He really, like, he physically grabbed on to everyone he met, but he yeah. really left them with a piece of himself after every conversation. And it was amazing when you would tell someone that he was your grandfather it was like oh my god dr oaks <laughs> I know. he is he was, just he was the most famous person in the world he, he seemed to be I really mean, he walked on water i'm telling he you he really did he was just amazing i agree so can you tell us and just for reference papa passed almost four years ago now well it was june the 13th of course in 2015 Okay, so, so in June it'll three be four. And a, three and a half years. Yeah, mm-hmm. and how long were you guys married for before he passed? I was married in 1954. Married on so her I 22nd birthday. Six, yeah, I think it was 61 years. Wow. Yeah, well it would have been 61 years a week, two weeks after he died. Okay. It was June 15th and our anniversary was the 26th of June. And Nana loves it would have every been sixty-one years. She's a grandmother to nine grandchildren, eight mm-hmm. of which are girls. Billy had to really screw everything up. He's the one boy, the last one. Um, a mother of three girls, but he's doing very well. He is doing very well. Doing very well. And she's also a great grandmother of three and a fourth to come. Mm-hmm. But she reminds every single granddaughter on their 22nd birthday we get a card reminding us that she was actually married on her 22nd birthday because none of us got there in time right right we came close but but not in time no but that's a whole new generation nobody comes gets married at 22 (laughs) anymore some people do but none none of us Um, did um but what would you say going back to your response on success what do you think made your relationship with papa so successful especially the age that you guys grew up in and what you all went through and then raising three girls and then going on to be such large figures in the life of all of your grandchildren? That's a hard question because we didn't see a lot of each other, truthfully. True. I mean, Papa just, he worked Mm -hmm. pretty much all the time. There was never a week that he didn't go in seven days a week. That's to the wild. Hospital. And what was his official role at? At one point, he was the chief of medicine. Yes. Okay. And at Hahnemann. And yes, and he was fairly young when he became the chief of medicine, and he did that for maybe fifteen years. Then he went into practice with two younger doctors, and they bought a practice, and he practiced from then until twenty oh nine, say. 2009 yeah well it's 20 still 2009 i just love the way you say that and um and i'll never forget he was not one to not practice he had Mm -hmm. he had given up his practice with patients but he was still teaching okay and he'd get some notes back and i've got them 
finding out that he was teaching and having a wonderful time, but he'd get off the subject a lot. Mm-hmm. And these students were worried about him. Yeah. Which everybody was worried about him. So I said, Bill, you've got to stop practicing and practicing, not practicing with patients, but, but even with, with physicians, young yeah. people. And he, I remember driving in town and he said, I can't do it. I can't quit. I just can't do it. And I said, well, I just think it's time. We got into the chairman's office at that time. Uh, he was not chairman, of course. We walked in, and the first thing he said was, Jim, I'm here to talk to you about my retiring. I think it's time. Oh, wow. I looked at him, and I said, what happened between the car and the, <laughs> and the office? I can't believe it. I was so shocked when he did it that it really was it was fun. Yeah. I mean, it was funny for me because I didn't expect it. And here he'd been planning this all along, I guess. Oh, he had? I didn't know I that. don't know. I don't know because his mind was not Yeah. Well, good. so let's get into that also. Papa then suffered from dementia, which... Dementia, which they also said was Alzheimer's. Yeah. But, however, we were fortunate enough that it never took the negative turn that you can see it happen. Absolutely. In Absolutely. other cases, and we... I don't think there was a day he wouldn't have known you or I any agree. of the other children. Yeah. What he couldn't do, if I sat down and said to him, or he sat down, I'd say, write down all your grandchildren's names. And, and he'd struggle with that. He couldn't do But that. when he saw he us, saw he you. knew immediately. Yeah. I mean, he still thought I was always at Lafayette the last three years. Like, how's the team doing? When's the next game? Like, yeah, you live in a fantasy, and I freaking love it. Yeah. yeah. But that was honestly, it was kind of remarkable because you think of dementia and Alzheimer's as such a sad and something that grasps someone's life in such a negative way. But it truly just kept him in a fantasy. I know. I know. In such a remarkably amazing yeah. way. It really uh-huh. did. He lived and in, it was fun. He had fun. He had so much fun. Fun with he it. He was hilarious. I mean, was you so also fun. were hilarious, and you had fun with it. I know, which I know. doesn't often happen. There's a lot worse things that could have happened to either of us. I totally a agree. A lot worse. And we would hug each other and love each other. And you know, half the time I was thinking, I hope he thinks it's me. <laughs> <laughs> He always knew who you were <laughs> but he got very lovable he was very he lovable got older definitely <laughs> and to get lo- more lovable was a lot i agree because he so. was one of the most loving people in the world yeah he he did he lived in a, a true fantasy and i think even the way he passed was a dream because i know i, know. I mean we were always so concerned papa was the type of person that and I feel like this is all now going to be about Papa, which it could be. But he was the type of person that would never – like he was still training for preseason mm-hmm. for Lafayette College soccer until he was 80. Like oh. that was how his world worked. The cleats were on a little hook in the in the uh, garage. garage. And every August he got them down. Oh, my God. Put them on. And so we were always concerned because he had a very bum leg, basically, uh-huh. by the end, uh-huh. that he was going to fall or we didn't know what was going to happen when he Which got older. Which he did numerous times. Yes, but we were, con- he did, but we were concerned that that would be how we unfortunately exactly. lost him. Exactly. And I think the way that it ended up happening where it was all, what, three daughters, you, three daughters, all nine grandchildren in your t- in this townhouse, 
that weekend when we knew he eventually was going right, to pass. Right. To have all of the people he loved under his one roof. It was unbelievable. And passing on his special day. He made it through midnight to get to the 13th. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, the funeral was truly a party. It was not a funeral, if we're going to be honest. It was a celebration. It was a celebration. Yeah. We basically had a rehearsal dinner for the funeral the night before. <laughs> I know. Like, we truly did, if you think about it. You're right. We had a rehearsal dinner. It was Mom kept calling it a wedding. Every time time she'd talk about it, she'd be like, oh, we have Papa's wedding. Like, stop calling it that. I know. But it was such – we knew that the time was going to come. Exactly. And we were just hopeful that it would happen in a gracious way. Sooner rather than later. Later. Yeah. Because it only was going to get worse. I agree. And that's why I can – I can really be joyful in the way he went. A hundred percent. It really was. He had everyone around him. Mm-hmm. You had a way to, I mean, to be with him before it was over. Yeah. And it only was bad news from the from that time on. It would have been. Yeah, I agree. Worse. Even his great grandchildren were here. Actually, I know they were here too. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's truly remarkable. Yeah. And how, just because I don't think this is something that most people our age are discussing on podcasts because most people my age are not experiencing this. Exactly. So it's amazing to have an older guest on here. Not that you look a day over 25. But what has life been like? What is it like to lose the love of your life? It's incredibly lonely. It's incredibly sad. But in, in some ways, it's such a relief to know that he was ready. Yeah. And he always said he was going to be ready. And he Agreed. said that to me many times. I think I've done everything I can do. I've loved like I've never loved, could love more. Yeah. And it's time. And he knew that. And so, therefore, it was... I don't want to say it was easy. It was certainly, it was mm-hmm. horrible. But you knew it was going to be terrible for him from then on. I agree. He left at the perfect point. He did. He did. Because he left incredible. on his high, and he never, ever, ever wanted to be someone that was taken care of. Mm-mm. And it wasn't an accident. It wasn't something that happened to him that we didn't expect. Mm-hmm. It was just something that, we, I think it's, easier when you're older it's not easy for your age but it's easy for my age to know that this is what's going to happen to you and Mm -hmm. all you want to do is go peacefully true and not have some horrific disease i don't mean what he had was a horrific disease but it wasn't a cancer it Mm -hmm. wasn't something that he was in pain yeah and he didn't have the alzheimer's that you hear about so often right so his, I don't think, was a horrific case. I kind of, he honestly just acted like a little kid. It's very entertaining. I know. I know. And when, when was, he was he lucid, was when he was with it, it was remarkable. I know. Because he would go back and forth. Yeah. Even when he was passing, we thought, like, remember he had moments of such clarity that we were like, is this, is this not happening now? Did we all, like, fly here? For, not for nothing, crazy. but. It was just crazy. And he had. Several women that would come in and take care of him, but he had two that he loved. Mm -hmm. Of course, he loved almost everybody that walked. True. But he would, and they loved him. Oh my gosh, they were. 
I mean, I still have them over for lunch. And, yeah, and I know you do. They just call. Uh, we have Christmas cards back and forth, and he just was so at ease with those gals, mm-hmm. and you know, they were like nurses to him. Yeah, that he had been at ease with forever. I think he was just very grateful for the whole experience, and especially for the way that he had yeah. you through it all. Yeah, and I think you truly were the most remarkable to watch throughout the situation because you went from two very different lives because he mm-hmm. was never someone that wanted to be taken care of. That's right. And never allowed anyone to take care of him to you really, mm-hmm. you had to take care of him from the second he woke up until he went to bed. Not mm-hmm. in a way where he was like, no, but you know, he not get, able to move. Would, but I could go upstairs and he was getting dressed and he would put maybe a shirt, maybe a sweater on and then a shirt over it. Mm-hmm. Or he, he was dressing very weirdly. <laughs> I would have paid to see the sweater with the shirt over it. He was very fashionable, so that would have been very entertaining. Yes, and one night I woke up and he was walking around the bed. He was just pacing and and picking at the bed, and I thought, I wonder what he's doing with that. I got up, and he fell, sort of fell, fallen onto the ground, so I tried to pick him up. Mm -hmm. I could not move him. And he was a very slight guy. Yes, but you're also Could a very not tiny woman. Move him. I'm sure. So I laid down next to him and brought the covers over on the floor. Oh my God, I love you. And the next morning I saw the gardeners out front. <laughs> and I went down and got one of them to come up and pick him up. Oh my God. I don't know this story. <laughs> they came into my. Wasn't he awake at that point? <laughs> I don't know. I guess he was. But I couldn't get him up, and he couldn't get himself up. Oh, my God. So I had to bring the gardener in. I'm sure he loved that. Put him on the bed. It was crazy. Oh, my gosh. But anyway, then there was another time, Cammy, that I don't even want to tell you. But I thought he would be, he would really love a hot bath. Oh, Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe this one doesn't make the podcast. So I ran the bathtub, and I got him in there. Yeah. Stark naked, of course, which most people take baths that way. I'd hope so. <laughs> and I had bubble bath in there. And I, and then it came time to get out. I could not get him out of the tub. I drained all the water How out. How did you think you were going to get him in the tub? I got in. I mean, out of the tub. I got in. I got in back of him. I tried to pick <laughs> him up. I thought, oh, my God, we're going to be. So then I finally got out of the tub. He was still in there with no water. <laughs> and I said, Bill, I'll be back in a few minutes. Who did you go get? My Tell neighbor. You, I was just going to say, I feel like you probably went to the Gladwin Market. And got I, the went, I went to my neighbor's house. And I said, Brian, could you come over and get my husband oh out of my the tub? God. Did you at least put pants on him? No, I couldn't put anything on him. <laughs> Poor Brian. <laughs> Brian. Brian still talks about that. We have to laugh. That's so oh, man. funny. But anyway, it, I mean, it's you sad as it. it is. Oh, it's sad, but you made the best of yeah. it. And as yeah. did he. And that yes. truly, I think, and changes he everything. Laughed. I mean, he, he was... laughed until the day he passed. I know. And so, you know. That brings kind of my next question, because I do think it was remarkable to watch the change in your personality throughout this whole thing. Not that you weren't always such a fun and hilarious woman, but you've definitely gotten funnier with your old age. <laughs> yes, I know. And I I think we're so quick to say what wonderful things or say wonderful things about other people. 
And so I love to ask, what's your favorite quality about yourself? Oh, my heavens, it's my looks. (laughs) (laughs) You're so serious, and that is why I love you. I'm kidding, of course. No, you're not. Oh, yes, I am. Because I've never felt good about my looks. Oh, but anyway, Anna, shut the front door. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm very tolerant. I love people. I'm very shy. Uh, I ran several things when I was younger, but I can't get up and speak in front of people, especially in a microphone. Well, you don't know how many people are going to listen to this. She's frozen now. You anyway. gave speech. Didn't you give a speech at Harcum? Oh, I, sp- I was president of Gladwin Kids, you know, the school, and I was president of the Library League, and I was all that. Okay. And I did speak, but I was a wreck. Oh, you'd get very nervous. <laughs> oh, terrible, terrible. Interesting. But, and then what do you think, like, with your old eight, what do you think has been the best thing about getting older? And then what do you think has been the hardest? It's hard to think what is. I mean, I've been very lucky because I feel good. And you look amazing. That's the main thing, that you feel good. I, You know, I have a few aches and pains, but most of, I'm very lucky. I'm Mm -hmm. very lucky. I still wear high heels. That's the luckiest part of my whole life. (laughs) Oh, my God. Because when I have to give those up, Cammie, forget it. Say goodbye. Forget it. I'll take them all when you have to give them up. <laughs> I'll come running over for the closet. But, you know, I'm just, um, I wish I was more outgoing and I wish I was more, I don't mind being alone. I mean, I could mm-hmm. be in this house in the last three weeks. I haven't gone done much. Yeah. Well, you know? that's, okay, first of all, I don't think that's true because you play bridge. Every time we have a group text of all of, my grandmother, her three daughters, so my mom, her two sisters, and all of our cousins. And every day you're doing something different. So I, I don't fully believe that statement. Well, the last couple of weeks I haven't because it's been below zero. So I've You also home. go on three-mile walks like daily. Yeah. I walk every day. Okay. Not every you day. See? I missed today. Well, but yesterday. that's because we're here and we ha- I'm still in my pajamas and it's now four o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> So we are doing nothing today. Well, That's we're going good. to dinner. I love a do nothing day. Uh, I rarely, and this is actually probably the first day I in can my imagine. 27 years. That I was I just going to say, you must be really crazed. No, I'm loving it. I think it's fabulous. I'm, I haven't been outside. It's amazing. My little sister is saying that it's her daily life. <laughs> but, I mean, let's not, let's call a spade a spade. You're a freaking active woman. Yes, I guess so, you would say that. I think you're. I think you have found a peace with living alone. I I don't think there's wrong in saying that, and I think you've also found great ways to spend your time. You have your bridge club that you play. Yeah, you are the most up to date in pop culture woman I've ever met in my life. Well. I don't know about that. But I mean, maybe. you know everything. I still love to dress. I love you, yes, to yeah, shop. I love to be with my family. What about knitting? Love you love to knit. Knit. Yep. I just made a darling sweater for the baby. Oh, really? For Lauren's baby? Mm-hmm. Oh, In so cute. Carolina blue and white stripe. Oh, that's really cute. So it's adorable. You're very also big on Netflix and television uh-huh. and reading. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So it's not like you sit here no. and talk no. to yourself. No, no, no. And I, and I, I clean. I do cupboards. Oh, I, I know. Do all you kinds don't of sit down. So that You're I, constantly yeah. doing things. We tried to get her to sit down at the dinner table, and it's an hour later, and she's still doing something. But that's good. It is good. And what do you think the hardest part about getting older has been? Losing my friends. Yeah, that's very difficult. And unfortunately, I feel like it's been a lot in the past I've, few I've years. I've lost four very close friends this past year. Yeah. And some other friends, too, that weren't really that close. But mm-hmm. And I always... I go to call them a lot yeah i mean one friend marianne who was a friend since second grade mm-hmm. and i often think oh i've got to call her and tell her this yeah that's really tough i want to tell her about you know your wedding or mm-hmm. somebody else whatever yeah you just want to talk to them and i think oh that's so sad that is sad but you know that's my life unfortunately and it is the way that life evolves but I also think I don't know what you believe in but you know they're all together somewhere I hope so having fun I hope so and you've still got incredible people even if you don't believe it you try to believe you try to I agree because why not I totally agree why be against it if it's there it's I'm thrilled yeah it doesn't make sense that it's there (laughs) well that's another discussion yeah yeah. But it's nice to believe in. I wonder if I could take my shoes with me. <laughs> That's going to be the title of this Because podcast. I can just see her in I them. wonder if I could take I'm my shoes to take heaven. all my shoes. <laughs> oh, you're funny. So, so. I want to close out the podcast with a question that I love to ask everyone to get to know. But I have a feeling I know one of your answers. So the top three ways to your heart through food. So it could be a one specific specific dish from a restaurant or it could be a broad category or like you could give me a whole rundown of a perfect night but three ways to your heart through food you can't say coffee ice cream yes I don't you can because that really... i knew that was going to be your number one isn't that terrible why it's one of mine not well i say ice cream in general but yeah. yes yeah well ice cream in general is exactly right i mean that coffee ice cream we had upstairs after lunch was amazing. from trader joe's trader joe's who knew i know fire i know but as a young person i remember going to the to the shore with your grandfather and i always jersey shore wanted... to be clear yeah what i say well you said the shore but people oh, okay like, if i shore. say i'm going to yeah. you know whatever i want always to be clear, wanted a like... butter almond cone but what butter almond it was called it was an ice cream and i never see it anymore like a butter pecan yeah but it was butter almond i've never heard that i have to find that for you well it was wonderful at that time okay so I had it all the time one. what else do i think of growing up well it doesn't have to be growing up oh it's oh. just three ways to your heart through food so we need two more what ha- makes me feel good yeah Exactly. How about shopping? No, it's food. <laughs> oh, it's food. Well, maybe I should take a sandwich when I go shopping. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can think of a few for you. What that else do goddamn I goddamn shrimp from Acme. <laughs> I have 
never bought shrimp from the Acme. Neither and the, the other day, I know, I know. This is a first. I guess it's a last. Well, the shrimp because... you always have here is a little slimy, if we're going to be honest. <laughs> well, I guess I should go to a better store. Okay, but what would the other two be for you? You said yesterday you were obsessed with the radishes. You got mad at me that I didn't want any. <laughs> well, I'm not obsessed with them. I don't okay. have to have them. Mango. What'd you just say? Lucy mango. said mango. I just got. I just learned that. Okay. I never even had a mango well, in else, my life. What are your favorite foods? I don't know. What do I like? I can't think of anything because I haven't been cooking or doing much of anything. What? What's my favorite food? What about the club? What was your favorite dish at the club? Probably chicken piccata or something like that. Chicken tantrazini. <laughs> That's a family joke that no one will understand uh, unless uh, you're an Oaks okay. member. Okay, okay. I'm not a real foodie. Well, you birthed a lot of foodies. Yeah, I know it. That's what's so amazing. Okay, fine. So we'll leave. And my mother just... was a great cook, and my mother-in-law was a great cook. Well, it's so not, it doesn't it have to went... be something you cook. I know. It flipped right past me. I'm not a good cook. Oh, but I'm not even asking. It uh, it honestly doesn't have to be something you cook. It's not like you're oh, making coffee okay. ice cream. Okay, okay. Well, that's true. I don't have my little... Your churner. Okay, churner. so we can leave with just your one answer, if that's what you that want. That does seem sort of simple. But how about then will what you give me one of I... Papa's? Like, what was his favorite food? I feel like he ate everything. Meatloaf. Meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> Marin knew it. All right. Meatloaf was Papa's. I just made a meatloaf recently. We were very simple folk. Uh, meat, meatloaf and ice cream sounds amazing to me. Combine the two and you've kind of got to bake Alaska. A meatloaf with icing. Ew. Oh, my God. <laughs> carrot cake. I love carrot oh, cake. Oh, I love carrot cake. Angel pie. Well, it's shaped like a baked Alaska. I'm not saying it's a baked Alaska, but, you know. I made meat a wonderful. Good. Cream good. I made a wonderful lemon meringue pie. Well, you you just showed me a photo of that. I've never in my life seen you make one. Oh, I made them all the time. What about those tea sandwiches? I feel like you guys always used to make those. I didn't. Come on. What about a nice little Tito's and salt and uh, tonic? Yeah, that's your favorite drink. That's your favorite oh, drink. Oh, you can you can get that? alcohol in there. Oh, okay. Wine, alcohol. Yeah, I used to like whiskey. Really? Mm-hmm. I've never seen you drink whiskey. I used to. I love you. Get your little. I started off with daiquiris. What, like strawberry daiquiris? Like when I was real young. Okay, like daiquiris. Strawberry daiquiris, but that's Mm. not whiskey. No. Well, what is it? What's in a strawberry daiquiri? Rum or vodka? Rum. Yeah. Well. Do you do like pina coladas? I love it. Me too. Especially on the beach. Same. I made um, them with tequila in in Hawaii. I I named it a kiki. I love that. That we went to on my 60th anniversary, your mother, all your mothers, sent us to Bermuda. We had that. never been alone on a vacation ever. What? Ever. And we they are sending us to Bermuda. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh. Well, friends of ours called us and said, we'd like to go with you. Did you tell them to piss off? No, we went with them. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? We didn't stay in the same hotel, but they stayed in a very lush one. And we had a wonderful time. But I'm glad we weren't alone because we wouldn't have known what to do. (laughs) We were so naive because we never went anywhere. 
And we never went anywhere after that. Yeah, that's true. Anytime really we ever were, we were with family. Yeah. Well, you had a wonderful Or visiting family. someone. You, you were the most traveled, well-traveled elder folk to, like, you know, your kids' places. You were all over the place. You were in Chicago, North Carolina, and New Jersey. Oh, once they I'm got, saying yeah. you traveled all the time to those three places. Yeah. But if they but had weren't moved there, we wouldn't have. True. Papa was on the plane like this. Shaking, nervous. And they'd say, would you like something to eat? No, thank you. No, thank you. Nothing to drink. Nothing to eat. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I mean, that's when they used to serve food. They still do. He never moved. He just oh, wow. sat there like this. I didn't know that. <laughs> it was not easy. I, but I anyway, he survived. He did. All right. And well, we all did. We did. Thank you, I'm my so... dear, for a very lovely afternoon. Oh, thank you, my dear. <laughs> this is like, I don't think many people have their grandmothers on their podcasts. No, I don't think so. And I'd like to know what you're going to do with it. <laughs> well, hopefully it'll be up on iTunes for all your fans on Freckled Foodie that love you so much to listen to. And I do think it's very interesting to hear the side of a relationship that we don't often talk about of after losing someone that you love That's so right. much and how That's you right. handled that. So I thank say, you. I say my prayers to him every single night. I love that. And I happen to have his ashes right there on my bed. I know you do. They've been and, spread all, around a lot of places And now. they've been in Ireland and they've been at the shore. They got in my eye when Chicago, I spread them in Ireland. <laughs> and they've been, they've been a lot of places. Oak Stadium. They've been on Oak Stadium. They're, They're at on, my wedding site. That's right, and they're on the lacrosse team of field at Harrington. Yeah. I mean, he's everywhere. He's everywhere. He is everywhere. All right, well. But it's funny because I never thought that I could handle cremation. Yeah, and, that's true. I never really think about that. And the thoughts that he is. Well, because he doesn't have a gravestone. Well, he will he if will. I ever get around to it. I'm putting my ashes with his. Oh, okay. All right. So not for a very Hopefully. long time. But um, it's a wonderful feeling to know that part of him is in my bedroom. That's true. I I've know that sounds that. weird. It doesn't sound weird. That's very normal, but, I think. You know, because I can just sort of talk to him and say things. I and, love that. So... I love that a lot. Well, thank but, you so much for being on here and for being so open I about it all. Appreciate your interest. Of course. I love you. <laughs> I love you too, honey. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode of Freckled Foodie and Friends. I thoroughly hope you enjoyed it. If you could be so kind, I would greatly appreciate a rate and or review on whatever platform you use to listen to your podcast. Currently, this one's available on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. Please subscribe to make sure you're up to date with new episodes coming at you every Friday morning. If once a week isn't enough of me, please follow along on my most active social channel, Instagram. Find me, my unedited videos, recipes, random rants, and info for all my other social channels on there at Freckled Foodie.